Neither Marcus nor Tabby are a professional broadcaster. This will soon become evident. Welcome everyone to the podcast. My name is possibly Marcus Blayburn and this is... Hi, I'm Tabby. And together we are... We are... The... The... Detective... Detective Inspectors. Inspectors. Hooray! 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 <laughs> no, that's my, that's, that's my catchphrase. <laughs> no, I'm taking it. I'm taking oh. it. I, I, I'm, I'm uh, appropriating that for myself. Okay, all right. Well, I'll, I'll I'll let you have that if you if you really want. So, what do we do on this podcast? This is a podcast where we watch a detective television program up to around about halfway. We then talk about it, which is exactly what we're about to do. And we make predictions on what we think may be going to happen in the second half. Points are awarded. Uh, we watch the second half. We come up with some final thoughts. We yep. rate the detectives. That's that's very in depth. That's a uh, that's a good that's a good way. Of... <laughs> they, you you asked me what we do. Uh, you, uh, you asked me what we do on this podcast, and that is pretty uh, much what we do. That is pretty much what we do. Um, we we, we uh, also talk for much too long. We do, um, and we're uh, going to try not to do this week. Um, we'll try. It's not, probably not going to happen, but um, but you know the, the point is we're enjoying ourselves, even if you aren't. So um, yeah, you know the, you get the turn. You get you get the opportunity to stop. We don't. We we have to carry on. We we've um, we've sold our souls to the devil, and um, we are uh, cursed to um, record this every fortnight for the rest of our lives. So um, well, let's hold on, hold on, hold on. I think. We're nearly at, this is number nine, uh, so number ten next week. My commitment at this point is to do a full year and then see how we're getting on. Well, uh, I mean, I, I mean, the devil did say that when we reached episode 666, we would be um, rewarded. So um, I'm going to go for episode 666 and uh, we'll see what happens after that. Um, maybe I think we'd have to live for quite a long time to get to episode 666. Uh, hang on, what, so like uh, 26 a year... Um, no, good, we could do. That's a good twenty years. Uh, that's. Bit... <laughs> do you really think we're not going to last that long? <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. I can't speak for you, but I doubt that I will. <laughs> it's it's fine. I'll, I'll I'll go it alone. I I I want to. Uh, I want the the rewards from the devil. That's my um. That's my game plan. I'm. It's a long game, but um. Uh, you know, it, it's that or the fiery pits of hell. So um, yeah. So uh, what are we watching this week? What are we watching this week? Well, that's my question to you, I believe. Okay. Yep. What are we watching this week? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. So uh, this is this is a, a, a strange obscurity. Um, although. Uh, 
only in obscurity to possibly me and the people of England. I'm not sure this ever actually ran in this country, but it ran from 1984 to 1991, a grand total of 152 episodes. Um, and I had never heard of it, and it's awesome. Um, not to... I had also never heard of it, and it is definitely, definitely awesome. Um, and the programme is Hunter. Hunter. Bum, bum, bum. Hunt. Yeah, I should probably say that in a second. Hunter. Hunter. As as opposed to the uh, the slightly failure of um, of the detective program that sort of like the rival uh, TV company made called Gatherer, which didn't really take <laughs> off. If only they'd got together. If only they'd got together, that would have been awesome. I think um, they were they were angling for that, but um, but no 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 one really wanted to see Gatherer. Um, um, Just boring. Yeah, although you know, make a note of that because uh, you know got a lot of time on our hands we could probably do some writing hunter gatherer that's um detective hunter and a organic food produce maker part-time sleuth um create so we're, so we're, so we're crossing the um we're crossing the proper tv detective with the busybody detective in one go exactly they work together willingly yeah yeah and because and hunter's keen he's keen he wants to get involved he wants to he wants to find the clues, but Gatherer is much more methodical. Um, likes uh, a little bit more kind of uh, organic um, proceedings. Um. Very good. Very good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Okay, before before we go any further, I just want to tell you. I don't know if you picked this up on the internet, but I want to tell you about. Uh, um, I want to tell you about when they tried to bring this back in 2003. Did you read that? I did not. I did not read that. I'm... <laughs> so they brought this back in 2003 and they made five... Because there was, as with Heart to Heart, they made a bunch of TV movies like a few years after Hunter finished. And then right. in 2003, they got the original cast members back. Okay. To make, and they made five episodes... But only three were aired. Oh my! It was cancelled. Uh, yeah. It was like a real desperate attempt by the people in it, I think, to bring this back to life, and it did not happen. Detective inspectors. Welcome back. This is Hunter. Hunter is a series which features Lieutenant Rick Hunter, played by Fred Dreyer. Um, who is basically he? He's playing a. Um, uh, he looks like a, a constipated um, Clint Eastwood, effectively, and, and acts like a constipated Clint Eastwood. Um, he's good though. He's good. Though. Oh no, I, he's, like I mean, I like him on the whole in this. He's good, but you know, he he is he is someone who's got like ulcers and hernias. He is he is, you know, if he carries on with this lifestyle, he's not long for this world. Um, he's struggling. Yeah, <laughs> the actor, the actor who plays Rick Hunter. I don't know if you picked this up or not, but he was uh, actually an NFL star in the late 60s and early 70s. Played 176 games for the New York Giants and the Los Angeles Rams. Um, Defensive end. So uh, uh, NFL is American football? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) No, I did not pick that up. He was a big... 
Yeah, he was a big star, big star. I mean, that's that's quite a big career. Yeah, know, yeah, well. no, he seems he seems quite small for that though. And um, uh, no, he's six foot six. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's 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 well proportioned he's, then. He's um, uh, he's huge. Yeah, he's just a big. He's one of those big guys that's that's got everything in the right place. Uh, apart from probably his jarred brain, um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I think a defense. I think a defensive end in uh, American football is someone that is is one of those guys that's like down on all fours and then has to jump full pelt into the head of another man. <laughs> no, no, that's in. that's not NFL. That's that's hardcore gay pornography. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, you've made a you've made a fundamental error there. What if yeah, what man. if you That's why Thanksgiving was so weird. What if, when, I, when I put on what I thought was NFL. Yeah, yeah. Um, on my gap year in America. <laughs> with that Mormon family. <laughs> uh the other main character is uh called uh, Sergeant Dee Dee McCall and she is played by Stephanie Kramer yeah, uh, an actress who there's one scene in the title sequence where she looks exactly like Wonder Woman she's got that gold band on her head and it's a real it's a real I think it's a real picture of like 80s kind of sexy lady is this kind of she's got dark hair she, I mean she's an attractive lady but it's very Wonder Woman uh, yeah um, you know all she needs is a, an invisible plane and um, uh, you know her, her skirts aren't too she's not particularly objectified so um, yeah but she, no, she's cool I mean I like her she's she's certainly not objectified at all she does a lot of a lot of good work isn't it um, <laughs> unfortunately the actress uh, I, I'm sad to report that the actress Stephanie Kramer, who plays Dee Dee McCall, uh, had no NFL c- career whatsoever. Uh, 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 it surprises me. Um. <laughs> she was, however, she was, however, in Dynasty, Knots Landing, Dukes of Hazard, and then an- another little factoid I picked up from the internet. <laughs> Go on, then. I think you'll like this. W- is she left the show in 1990. Okay. So she wasn't in the last series. So uh, old Rick Hunter's in all 152. She's in 130. She left in 1990 to pursue other acting and musical options. Does some <laughs> do, do somehow her career drop off? I, I can imagine that um, there's probably not much. <laughs> Well, this is the thing. She left for other options, so I don't know what other options. I don't know what other options she thought she had when she left the uh, hit TV show Hunter that neither of us have ever heard of. But she she ended up being in a bunch of um, a bunch of TV movies, and I've got the titles of four of these TV movies she was in God. just here, <laughs> and you can picture the you can picture the movies they are. Uh, 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 when I read out the titles, uh, can I can I try and guess the plot from the titles? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So the first one is "Deceived by Trust," a moment of truth movie. Um, I think it's possibly a um, a young socialite um, or a socialite woman who was believed that she was going to get it like a trust fund. Um, to sort of pay for her lavish lifestyle, but it turns out that her um, 
father on his deathbed had actually sort of like uh, spunked all the money away and she didn't have a uh, didn't have a penny um so then had to uh, fall in love with the homeless man to realize the beauty of life Nice. I'd watch that. Yeah, it's deceived by trust. That's very uplifting. Um, (laughs) The next one, the next one, I've got four of these. The next one is Abducted, A Father's Love, Um, which sounds awful. So I'm guessing, and this is probably actually what it is, is is a... um, Uh, She plays a mother who has separated from her husband... Um, uh, who doesn't get to see the uh, child? She's probably like a bad mother, I'm guessing, and, and uh, but because of sort of like you know, um, I just I just thought. I mean, when I saw that title, I just thought incest. Oh, okay. Um, but you think that whenever you see anything. So um... <laughs> fair point. Fair point. It is becoming a thing. I know. The next one. The next one is brilliant. The next title is brilliant, and just sums up. And I think I'm guessing these are all like Hallmark movies. I would I would have thought so, yeah. That like horrible child. But the next the next title is just Oh man, wait for this. Coins in the fountain. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Nothing else will work. Nothing else can help. Everything's at an end. All I've got is just throwing some coins in the fountain, making a silent wish. I, uh, um, I think I think she's probably a down on her luck lawyer who gets into some sort of sex work and learns an important lesson. I, I don't know. Um. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Coins in the fountain. Uh, yeah. Without, and the last... Without, without wanting to be too graphic about things. And the last one, the final one, and uh, I'm going to say this and then we're going to cut straight to music and then come back with the episode because I do not want your take on what this title might be. <laughs> okay. And it's literally called the fourth one of these films, and I wrote these down in chronological order, I think. Right. Take my daughters, please. Felony homicide. So, Tabby, we are watching Hunter. What specifically are we watching? We are watching the episode that aired on 11th of May 1985. Um just after my fifth birthday um i received I a I, I i remember it clearly i received a a brown fisher Plorris uh tape recorder it was it was fucking amazing um oh, that but that's neither tape recorder, man. yeah yeah but like hard as nails you could like smack the crap out of it um but that's <laughs> neither here nor that <laughs> just because you're a five-year-old <laughs> um, so, Hunter, 11th of May, 1985, Series 1, Episode 18, Fireman. Fire, Space, Man. Yeah. Um, something that probably should be mentioned is that the majority of these episodes all end with man. Um, yeah. yeah. So we, in wa- that series, we watched, uh, we wa- we watched uh, Garbage Man, didn't we, as a, a we preparation did. episode. Yeah. We did, so possibly a little bit misogynistic, but it was the eighties. That was fine. Um, <laughs> so not this, right. So, so this, so this series, 
there is one thing about this series which, above all else, marks it out as like really good quality entertainment, and that is the music is fucking off the scale amazing. It's amazing. Like the episode that we watched before, um, there was um, like it starts off. Um, uh, effectively, they do like a music video, which is what I can only assume is how they got the rights to actually use the music for these, because um, they've got like Rolling Stones in there. Um, the episode that we started with was Talking Heads, um, and like each episode effectively starts with a with like a music video a full, set to kind it's of like, like a full. It's like a full song. Yeah, um, so uh, like uh, set to kind of like a, the gritty streets of where are we? LA is it Los LA? A- Los Angeles. Yeah, um, yeah, LA. Um, <laughs> it's a music um, video forward slash montage of like uh, uh, the the sort of setup of the crime and everything, everything like getting into play, right? Yeah, um, and the only way I can possibly, because this was sort of like, obviously kind of like the, the birth of kind of like MTV and, and like, you know, music and television were sort of like merging. So the, whoever produced this but like had the had the sense to sort of like, well, if you let us use your music, we will let, we will use your music. We will use like, we will give you the whole track on the opening oh, they of use, this yeah, episode. They, yeah, they use uh, every single second of these songs that they've got in these programs right yeah um which is actually pretty clever and like forward thinking sort of like tv uh production because for a start it sort of like your 48 minute television program you you basically kind of um get to shave off sort of like probably about sort of like 10 15 minutes throughout the whole program of just like having like music montage uh, B unit music montage, um, which is my um, it's going to be my next <laughs> my next album. Uh, um, B unit B unit music montage. Um, B music unit. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, it buys in the shops never. Um, <laughs> so let's anyway. get into this episode. Let's yep. get into this episode. We start. We start this episode with the a full version of a Talking head song. Yep. which I mistakenly thought was potentially David Bowie. You put me, uh, you put me straight. But I did. it begins, Talking Heads playing, and it's nicely shot, nicely sorted out. And uh, there's basically a guy in a gas mask torching a building with a flamethrower where uh, a hobo uh, appears to be residing. Uh, yeah, so, so we open in with sort of um, a... Um, um, Christ, I can't. I should have written in the name of the song because I can't remember it now. Um, but it's basically like a flame-related song, uh, burning down the Does house by fucking talking. Burning about down it. the house, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we cut to like a, a, a flamethrower gimp, essentially. Like this guy's like in, <laughs> in 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 rubber with a mask and and is like absolutely sort of having a really good time burning down. It a looks fun. It building. looks fun. It it does, it, having a flamethrower and torching a disused building looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. I, 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 Everybody I loves fire, right? Everybody loves fire. Oh, Looking God. at fires, starting fires, being near to fires, and this just there looks was... like this looks like the way to go. 
There are so many bad things I could say now, and and I'm just going to not and just agree with you. Yeah, fire can be fun, but also incredibly dangerous, so um, don't play with fire. Um, It is not... Fire is a killer. It, It might look fun. But that's that's okay, you know. We're in we're in the the glamour of Hollywood, and um, leave it to the professionals. Um, don't have say. don't have real fire. Have that screensaver on your computer. That's like, <laughs> that's like beautiful licking flames. Also, but, don't lick flames. Also, don't look flames and be be aware that um, although you are looking at some very realistic fire. That's not going to keep you warm. So, um, <laughs> just... so if you are if you are on crystal meth, it's going to keep you alive in downtown Detroit. Then it probably isn't. Just an important it's an important lesson for everybody to remember. We're, 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 we've got ourselves sort of like caught in a downward spiral of public safety announcements. <laughs> I, I cannot emphasise this enough. Videos of fire, while being safer than the real thing, will not. Uh, you, will, you, you, you could sit there all day with, your, with a marshmallow stuck to the front uh, of the uh, Well, uh, actually, no, but if you are going to have a cigarette, um, the best thing to do is to um, try and light your cigarette with a video of fire because um, the fire won't kill you and nor will the cigarette. So, um, That's true. This is... <laughs> so, <laughs> this has been a public safety announcement by two uh, idiots. <laughs> for the fire safety and not smoking council <laughs> um, plus also wrap up warm in winter there we go <laughs> uh, yeah duh. look both ways uh, um, don't talk to strangers um, um, that's all you need to know really um, yeah, if you smell don't, gas don't get don't, your, don't turn on the light if you smell gas that's, exactly. that's, don't don't wear do not wear jeans with a zip fly yeah. <laughs> We've all seen something about Mary, and while it is funny in that, there is nothing funny in real life. You do not want to get the frank below the beans. Uh, I I know I, I I know someone who has a story about that um, that involved um, her boss. <laughs> we got a bleeder. <laughs> No, no, like she literally heard the uh, the squeal of her boss from oh. the, the from the toilet, and like she was the only other person in the office, and uh, had to help the, unpick um, the carnage. We've um. already made the tracks. We just need to back it up. <laughs> Come and have a look at what this numbnuts just did. <laughs> he was masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> she so with a boyfriend boogie. <laughs> so this is the something about Mary podcast. <laughs> I wish it was. I love that movie. I, I love that movie. Really, Let's crack really on. Let's yeah, crack on with shit. Hunter. So I think the reason spirits are so high is that uh 
we've we've had a couple of tough weeks with Miss Marple and Heart to Heart last week. This week we have got a television program which is forty five minutes long. Sweet, sweet Jesus, it feels good. And so yep. we are we are having a bit of fun, but so but a few things happen. So we'll we'll bang through them as quickly as we can and uh get on to the things that people really want, which is the predictions. <laughs> I'll take your word for that. Go on then. <laughs> so there is a fire. We see the fire being set while Talking Heads is going on. Uh, there's a hobo in the fire uh, um, who unfortunately does uh, perish in this particular blaze. And I just want to say that uh, my thoughts go out to the uh, fictional hobo and his family. Homeless lives matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably should, no, they probably, they probably shouldn't laugh after that. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing about that. Because <laughs> I knew it would throw, throw you off. <laughs> I laughed as well. But I was laughing about something that happened earlier today. But I just happened to remember um, at that moment. <laughs> so, the ho- so the hobo dies basically uh hunter and mccall show up our heroes yeah so there's there's been and uh, uh, we found out there's been quite a few fires uh this is uh just the latest one there's some police reporters there they're filming uh mccall and uh hunter get involved with the police reporters and, and, and I'm going quickly because it is there isn't really a lot here. Yeah, there, um, there really isn't. Um, um, I mean, from a town planning kind of um, perspective... Um, what? I, 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 I what? mean, I... I I I think the uh, I think the flamethrower gimp is actually probably doing the city a favour. Like these these derelict buildings, which you know the land must be worth a fucking fortune. Um, he's burning down these factories. Like they, they I they're I probably they're probably fucking listed buildings, and you can't demolish them, but they're too expensive to renovate under the you know under the rules and regulations of. Classy not, listed not, warehouses. Not, so not burning in L- them down is the best option. Not, not in LA in, in the in the nineteen in the mid nineteen eighties. I don't think. Um, I think LA is not an old enough city to have any listed buildings. Yeah, yeah. And but yeah, basically anything over twenty years old gets pulled down anyway, unless it's designed by Frank Lloyd Wright. Um, oh, scathing, scathing review of LA. <laughs> yeah. Hope you hope you're not listening, LA. You're, <laughs> you're not. Fucking, you're just, <laughs> well, not certainly not all of you are. We have so far historically had 19 downloads in the United States. Mm-mm. No, it's more than that. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Let's not get. Let's not get Let's not get stuck in that. <laughs> Let's not remind people how sad this project is. <laughs> so they look... So basically, there's been a series of fires, ignoring the fact that this is a sad project. There's been a series of fires. McCall I love Re- this project. McCall and Hunter uh, go with the reporters. They watch the, they watch the footage of the fires, and they notice that there's one guy in particular who is always in the crowd at the fires. Uh... So they they reason quite rightly 
that this is probably their man because everyone knows that arsonists like to return to the scene of the fire to watch it burn. Yeah. So that's kind of where we get to. And then, uh, and then there's another montage of uh, someone mixing a fire and mixing loads of chemicals. And here we get treated to my favourite Rolling Stones song and the second lengthy music montage, which is yep. Play With Fire. Yep. Awesome song. Um, absolutely brilliant. Um, worth watching. Um, so basically you've got, yeah, you see you see hands sort of like filling up the chemicals in a, pl- a flamethrower. Yeah, pouring, yeah. pouring liquids from one vessel to another, which is another thing I like to do. I like, um, I'm here in Spain now and I'm not drinking the tap water, so I do a lot of pouring of water bottles. from one big bottle into smaller bottles and then putting <laughs> it in the fridge. So this, this montage we play with fire very much reminded me of my life at the moment. But you're basically the the antipathies of uh, of playing with fire. You're literally playing with water. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's how against fire setting I am. I no longer... I refuse now, despite the pressures on me, to mix uh, flammable solutions from one uh, carton to uh, another. I mean, it's a dangerous precedent because like, it, it, it does kind of imply that if you get really too into this, you're going to... Um, if you see someone drowning, you're going to try and cover them in flames. Um, <laughs> that's... that's the best way. <laughs> They've got too much water on them. <laughs> We need to burn it off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I learned about this in science. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> fire. Water plus fire. Everything's fine. Fire plus water. Lock up. No. Uh, anyway. No. Uh, so, no, we it, have the you mon- you, so, we you have the mon... You can't live your life live your life by the tenements of battle beasts. It's not going to happen. Uh, by the what now? <laughs> the tenements of battle beasts. You might have been too old for battle beasts. Um, they, they, were, they were effectively kind of like scissor paper stone, but in sort of like uh, sellable sort of like tiny plastic monsters. Um, pre pre PlayStation. Um, definitely pre PlayStation. How to keep uh, kids amused before video games? Yep. Um, you know, with their imagination. <laughs> now, I remember at family at family barbecues and stuff when we had a bonfire in the back garden. We used to rig up had sort of loads of action men. We used, we used to rig up a death wire from my bedroom window that went straight into the bonfire, and we used to send action men down it, and they would melt to nothing. I've I've uh, wasted a fortune in melt to- melted toys. Um, remember one occasion where we um, stuffed a Millennium Falcon full of uh, full of bangers, chucked it out of the window so that it could like have exploded in midair. It just sort of, like crashed onto the floor and then just like exploded ten seconds later. It was just no. <laughs> it's just like, all of these cool things that I would really like to have now that I just destroyed. Yeah, and that would be worth like a thousand pounds. I uh, you know I. I, I I wish my parents had had not been quite so sort of like nice and pleasant to me. Um, and if they'd just been like, you can have this, but you have to keep it in the box and you can't touch it. Maybe we'll let you look yeah, at it maybe exactly. twice a month. 
you know, I would have been miserable and, and fucked up, but Imagine I would have a massive collection of toys. If you had that now boxed, if you had a Millennium Falcon now boxed, untouched, that'd be worth like £5,000 or something ridiculous. You could buy yourself a proper podcast co host. <laughs> So, there, 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 there is another fire. Another fire. They pick up, they pick up the guy that they see in the crowd. He says it's not him. Yep. Um, he says he, it's he, Donnie, he, he, he points a finger at Donnie Warwick. Uh, he, is, he is playing all of the, um, the PTSD um, the Nam vet traits. He's saying man yeah. a lot. Um, yeah, there's and... a Vietnam link here. Yeah. Um, are you going to get into the Vietnam link? Yeah. So so basically, the, the guy we're talking to, the bloke in the crowd, is called Jack, I believe. Jack with the big bouffant barnet, as I like to call him. Uh, so Jack says it's Donnie Warwick is the guy that basically, by the sounds of it, torch like, and this is not funny and I am not laughing, torched a whole village of people in Vietnam. Uh, yeah, and it got covered up because it was a real, it was a real secret, secret, secret mission that uh, like, they, not even the government knew about. They were apparently invisible, um, like which kind of like the predator, really, like burning, burning a village of people um, uh, in the jungle um, while being invisible. That's 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 the predator's territory. Um, I'm not sure I've seen it. <laughs> well, not. I know that that's. A, I know that that is a scandalous thing to say, but I don't. Oh God, I'm you're one hundred percent sure I've seen the predator. What the fuck? Why I feel are we like wasting I've seen bits of it? Why are we wasting our time doing this when you've not seen Predator? Like that's <laughs> that's insane. We can't, because we can't do a movie podcast because there's already loads of them. Yeah, but we could do one like just a one-off where you've not watched Predator and I get to shout at you. <laughs> well, actually, do you know? Do you know what we talk a lot about alternative podcasts? Yeah. But actually, a good podcast would be when because there are films, aren't there, that you've not seen that everyone goes, "What? What? You've not seen that?" Um, and actually, my oh no, there is a podcast, isn't there? Plus, also, we can't start pitching other podcasts while recording a podcast that no one is listening to that's um... well, well, we're, yeah but we're always pitching other podcasts I know we're I know but we seem we, we seem to be going in depth we can, we can talk about this afterwards I've got a few ideas um, oh, for... <laughs> and a few thoughts on podcasts as well um... listener listener help me Look, Tabby's you've got ideas. Anyway, look, you, look, look, look. Let's just let's just try and get to the end of this half of the thing. We're actually on track to, to do the first half of this podcast in about half an hour. If we're fucking hell, really? That's good. Yeah. So there's a Vietnam link. Basically, Donnie Warwick burnt a village. Blah blah blah. blah. Donnie was pr- protected by his old commander Gene Bird. Uh, so they go to try and find Donnie in San Diego. Donnie, it turns out, is dead. 
and the yep. nice scene with. Uh... See, I, uh, I, I, I really like the uh, the gravestone because it's 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 massive and kind of it's a little bit ostentatious, perhaps um, for someone who wasn't actually that much of a you know. Uh, it seems like a, hero, a man. Uh, yeah, but it's you know, uh, it it seemed like a big celebrity kind of like gravestone. But um, my uh, my dyslexia kind of like kicks in when I was sort of like reading the uh, the inscription on the um, on the on the gravestone, and um, so I said, <laughs> um, <laughs> I kind of thought the um, uh, the epitaph uh, read. Get well soon, friend. Which like, seemed incredibly inappropriate. <laughs> so, Maybe that, that, that particular horse was bolted. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, I, was, I was amused in the graveyard about how many of the gravestones just had a, just had a name on. There were like some huge gravestones that just said like Arnold or this or that. No other details whatsoever. Is that um, a thing? Uh, it, it might have been a thing, either that or um, a, a lot of the times in sort of like film and TV production and things, if if they're sort of like mocking up a graveyard. I don't think this was like a mocked up graveyard, but um, they will put sort of like um, the, the names of like the uh, of, of like the minor crew members and things on the um, on the gravestones, which is always kind of nice if you're uh, if you're a minor crew member yeah yeah exactly you you get to imagine sort of like people walking past your graveyard <laughs> gravestone and not caring so um, you know always that, nice that's to, what I imagine will happen with my gravestone it's always you know it's, it's always nice to be reminded of the futility of your own existence so um, yeah I just have to listen to one of these or look at the download numbers <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we have the grave so we have the graveyard scene uh, Donnie is dead. So Donnie, who we all are meant to believe for a few moments, is the fire starter, is dead. We then go and meet Gene Bird, the commander. He is a fireman in Los Angeles. Uh, and he says that Donnie had a history of starting fires and that Donnie himself, uh, sorry, Gene himself, went and identified Donnie's body when he died. And that is kind of the end of the episode. There is one uh, minor uh, point where apparently well, no, it's, 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 in the graveyard... Not, not, not the end of the episode, but at the end of where we've watched it, the episode. The end of the half, sorry. Yeah. Such yeah. a pedant. Um, Don't confuse the listener. <laughs> sorry, Rich. Sorry, Neil. <laughs> the only podcast that can name all our listeners. I know. <laughs> um, uh, so... Although I would say that Murder She Wrote, the Murder She Wrote episode, episode one, is near is is up to seventy five downloads now, <laughs> and that was only released on June the twenty eighth, so July the twenty eighth. So you know that's that's going that is going some. That's nearly so, a download a day. So, uh, by my reckoning, if we um, if we get to my uh, six hundred sixty six episode um, uh, tally, we might just be able to get a sponsor by that time. That's um... to pay for our own gravestone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically, the only point I want to make before we go very very quickly to predictions is that apparently, according to the graveyard woman who's like tending Donnie Warwick's grave. 
the grave the, the gravestone was picked out and paid for over the phone. But when they yeah. go and see Gene Bird, his old commander, who's now a, a fireman, uh, they are told that he he tells them that he went and did that himself in person. So there is yeah. a there is a, thing a uh, there. someone someone is uh, not telling the truth. The detective inspectors. It's time for prediction. Your prediction is for prediction. Then you're a prick, Sam. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So the current score, the current score is four-one to Tabby, through various bits of uh, shenanigan that he's performed. but this week, luckily, I get to go first. And I think, I think I've think i got this nailed. Go on then. So, and it's, I'm going to be quick because it's, it's quite a quick, there's not much to go on. And uh, all we've got is like, so for me, Gene Bird, the fireman that they just spoke to, yep. is Donnie. That is Donnie Warwick. Because Gene Bird says that he identified Donnie Warwick, blah, 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 put him to bed all this stuff. He was the one that like organised the funeral, did the gravestone. So I think... But, uh, I, sorry, put, hold, putting, hold on. Putting to bed is very much how how you would describe to a child like the death of someone. We... we, we, we I'm, being, I'm just, we, I'm just we, using we, we've language. Had to, we've, to, we've, we've had to put little... Uh, We've had to put little Donny to bed. <laughs> um, he's, Unfortunately, he's, he's gone to he's gone to the arsonist's uh, heaven in the sky, which is surely hell. We're getting we're getting, we're getting some good. Uh, I'm getting some good uh, devil imagery in this. That's good. Sure, I know that's your main goal. Uh, pretty much, yes. I I, I will uh, convert everyone to the Church of Satan. Satan doesn't exist. Um, (laughs) So you reckon it's Donnie? uh, But you reckon Donnie is... No, I reckon... Let me finish. I think that Gene Bird, that fireman they saw at the end, yeah, he is Donnie. And I think it was Gene Bird that died. And Donnie is... And and Donnie has buried Gene Bird as Donnie. And taken his identity. And Gene Bird, that fireman, is actually Donnie and he's starting the fires. That's my okay. prediction, and I think I'm bang mowing foeing on. You, uh, I think you're right. Um, I, I actually do. Um, so I, I basically my note my note reads: uh, Donny is not dead. Um, inverted commas. Donny Sparko. Um, <laughs> 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 Which I was too pleased with not to let go. Um, so I have my. So I think you're right, but in the um, in the effort of fairness, um, I will say that which was my like first note within some, like five minutes of the well, first note regarding this like within the first minute yeah. of the uh, program. Um, I suspect it might be the reporter. I think it might be the, um, the uh, that we didn't mention. Um, I think yeah, the, Matt Gold. Uh, 
matte gold, um, which, as I say, sounds like a shit colour for a car. Um, but also, um, you know, he's there, he's on the scene of all the fires. There is the, um, they have the line that says, um, uh, they call me the King of Flame. Um, because he's attended the um, he's attended the arson. Um, he, he's a spe- he's a reporter that specialises in arson, which uh, you know raises see- its own questions. It's a little bit niche. Um, yeah. I will give him that. So my money is on um, Matt Gold. Okay. Well, I'll be honest with you. Obviously, I've made my prediction. And I'll stick with it. But my my initial thought as well before we got to the the kind of Vietnam side of things I thought it was that reporter trying to make a name for himself so yeah that will be I was swayed by the Vietnam side of things but I think that's a good shout what you've just made so I think this is this is up in the air this prediction it's anyone's game you know anyone's game who will uh, who will fly and who will crash and burn we will find and, out and who will care <laughs> we, we can at least make a name for ourselves as the most like self-effacing podcast surely that's what we are that's what we are we know we're shit and just, we're happy uh, just to be here 20 episodes time it's just going to be us crying <laughs> when I look on my on my on my calculator we've got 17 to go after okay that will take us up to next July I'll be back in England no it's uh, we're going to be no I think it's going to be that sort of like situation where you're kind of like waiting for a bus and you kind of like think this bus is never going to turn up but I've been waiting so long it has to turn up so I think we're, we're just going to have to do this till the day we die um, or the days we die chances are we're not going to die on the same day unless you know <laughs> Skype related Skype related murder <laughs> Which would just be brilliantly ironic. <laughs> okay. Well, on that on that bombshell, uh, to quote Partridge, on that bombshell, let's let's watch the second half of the episode. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Let's go. Let, uh, take, take us through what happens in this exciting episode 18, series 1 of Hunter, um, Fire Man. Well, what it is, what it is, is we come back, there is another montage immediately with Gas uh, Mask Bloke. Uh, set against Talking Heads. Um, more Talking Heads. Yeah. More Talking Heads, yeah. More Talking Heads. Uh, the guy in the gas mask sets fire to Jack, the guy who had been at the scene of all the other fires. Uh, Hunter and McCall turn up just a little bit too late. The reporters are there again, Matt Gold and his lady assistant. They're there, and that all happens. And I mean, I, I could... It, it's going to be hard to string this along too long, really, because they then, after that fire... They've pretty much worked it out. They go to they go and illegally break into Gene Watts' Jock's house. And they basically solve the crime here in that they find the photograph and they notice that, that Donnie Warwick and Gene Bird look very similar. 
And they also find what, what has to be the most incriminating receipt in television detective program history, which is a, a, a receipt from chemical chemicalworld.com inc uh, um, the, so uh, of chemicals so like, i literally for a bit like for a few seconds like thought that the shop was called um killing through chemistry um, but um which it might as well have been that it was might have been. <laughs> yeah the receipt was like it was like literally your chemicals uh chemical 1 chemical 2 and like your deliveries from Chemical World have been delayed. Uh, uh, yeah, like I, I bought this from MurderToys.com. It's it, like um, so they've cracked it. So they so they've cracked it. They've cracked it. They've cracked the case at this point. And like, and like you said while we were watching it, like this happens about five minutes after we start watching it again. We know. So uh, this is a very different, like this is a, a very different sort of like um, format to the majority of the programs that, well, all of the programs that we've watched so far, where it's sort of like um, most of them are like keep it a mystery for like the last like five ten minutes. Um, um, but you basically kind of like you have. 20 minutes of them kind of like now there's the chase and I kind of like that I kind of like the the idea that sort of like you know it's like we found this guy but also it, it sort of d detracts from the end really like once you once you know who the who the killer is there's no real point in kind of watching it you're not not really into kind of like the excitement well, you know, of it you, exactly. you, you, you sort you, of you, I mean you know you know they're going to catch him because uh, yeah, it's uh, a television programme and Hunter Hunter and Dee Dee McCall always get their man in the ones uh, I've uh, watched anyway and I watched quite a few yeah. of these the other day because <laughs> I've got not much else to do <laughs> But I quite Plus, like also, it. I mean, it's it, it, it's great fun, but like as a format, I'm not sure it it entirely works for that reason. You 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 don't have that sort of like level of sort of like suspense and wonder. It's it's you. Uh, I don't know. It, it. But it's quite. But the thing is, it, it, a, it's, a, it, it's it obviously uh, didn't it didn't work when they tried to bring it back in 2003 because they only actually even showed three of the five that they made. But actually, as much as you say it doesn't work, it was still a good fun time. The end no, the no, day. true. But it's like it's like finding out what your Christmas presents are on Christmas Eve. It's like you're that close, but something's been taken away from kind of like Christmas morning when you unwrap them. Like yeah, there's not. They find the documents about the chemical deliveries. They find the photograph, which proves that Donnie Warwick and Jean Bird looked exactly the same. They basically work it out. There's a bit of hoo-ha with the dirt, with, with the reporter, who's get sort of sticking his oar in where it's not wanted, and uh, who is definitely, definitely not the killer. Um, definitely not just the killer. Definitely not. No, no. I mean, I can't imagine what idiot would say that. It's going to be a prize plum to think that yeah. Matt Gold was the winner. What? What a clown! <laughs> there is, there is that. There is then the third lengthy popular music montage. Uh, this time with U2, with a song I actually quite like of theirs, and I hate yeah, yeah. U2 with quite a passion. But this is a good track. I don't know. 
as I said before recording, like you know, early U two is they've they've done some really good stuff. Um, I would definitely definitely listen to uh, up to and including uh, Acting Baby, um, which is at which a, album um, at which album did Bono start storing all his cash offshore? Um, I believe that would have probably been some time after Acting Baby, around about kind of like the Zoo era. I would have thought. Um, uh, I I think kind of like with a band like that, you can basically kind of like put your cutoff point where they only ever wear sunglasses. Like the unless you're talking about like Roy Orbison or um like Ray Charles or Stevie Wonder. Um, they are the only they are the only artists that can wear sunglasses in the daytime, um, effectively. So no, the nighttime. Everyone wears sunglasses in the daytime. <laughs> oh shit! That's the uh, that's the uh, that's my dyslexia um, <laughs> coming in again, and, and also why I have so many bruises. Um, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Okay, look. look, Well, finish this quickly. Let's finish the plot. Let's finish the plot. There's not really much more. more So basically, you have the U2 montage where they're all driving around in cars, and it does remind me a lot of the overrated film Drive with Ryan Gosling because there's a lot of car driving and people, and the music's kind of that 80s shit that's in Drive. It's fucking amazing. Uh, so, like, loads of chromatics, like Drive soundtrack and Drive the film is is fucking amazing. I did um, not enjoy it. Okay, okay, um, but you've not seen Predator, so you've got no fucking clue. So um, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. So we end up basically, we end up in uh, basically, you end up with a scene in a graveyard. Uh, basically, I was right, and I'm not saying that just to big myself up, but just so that everyone knows what happened, <laughs> is that Gene Bird... You didn't Gene, need to say that. <laughs> Gene, Gene Bird killed... Basically, Donnie died. No, Gene Bird died, and Donnie took Gene's identity, and that's what's happened. There is a showdown at a graveyard where... Hunter is for some reason digging, trying to exhume a grave, and Dee Dee McCall is standing with a fucking watching. with a fucking spade. Like it's, it's like that is no like you can't like presumably you're a policeman. You've got like there are official things to do if you want to exhume a body. And you don't just turn you up don't, at night you, with your you partner. You don't do it, it like like in the night with a shovel, expecting to dig six feet underground and then somehow take a coffin out of the ground like how uh, plus also like if this guy is such a fucking pyromaniac that body would have been cremated there would not have been anything in there like that's that's, a good point that's a good point point. why are we not having a Bukowski style ashes session Uh, uh, yeah yeah like uh, if you if you really 
give that f- much of a fuck about fire, you're going to, like, the person that you're... Plus also, you know, if you're going to assume someone's, like, assume someone's identity, cremate the fucking body. Like, it's, it, like, these people don't know what they're doing. Um, it's fair to is, say, it's fair to <laughs> say, it's fair to say that Donnie Warwick, who is the murderer in this case, and has assumed Gene Bird's identity, blah, blah, blah. We know the thing now. There's basically, just to finish off, there is a standoff at the grave. The guy turns up, full flamethrower, gas mask on, like usual. There's a bit of a hoo-ha, a bit of a scuffle. And, and basically, uh, Hunter overpowers him because he is an ex-defensive end for the New York Giants and the LA Rams. And this guy Fun- is just a Vietnam vet. And uh, that is, fun, that is sorry, the end of the show. Fun fact, um, Hunter's badge number is um, 089, which was the uh, same number as uh, actor Fred Dreyer's um, jersey number when he played for the Rams. Oh, that's so, nice. uh, there like you go. That. Yeah, there we go. Like that fun fact. <laughs> so anyway, there we are. We're at the end. We have made it through to the end of the plot. So... Uh, I think let's uh, let's come back for some final thoughts after this. Cool. Closing arguments. So let's before we before we uh, we'll just, let's just clear up before we get on to final thoughts about Hunter in general. Uh, yeah. Let's clear up the the uh, sticky matter of predictions so who so who did win Look, it, predictions today um you use the word sticky um because you you've enjoyed this a little bit too much i think um, and yeah um there is a definite point to you um yes you know, um, purely just for the format of this program, um, you know that that is a victory. Um, I also came to the same conclusion. Um, plus, also should probably I, I'm he who look you get to go first next time. That's the rules. Um, That's uh, the rules. I'm going to take a. It's four. It is now the score is now four two to you. Yep. No. So this is it's a point for me, and I appreciate it, but it is. It's still, I'm still a long way behind. Okay, so here we are. We've now, we're, we're on to final thoughts. And I think it's fair to say that we've both enjoyed Hunter. I have enjoyed Hunter. I, I, I think it's been a, um, it's quite a journey. It's got some, it's got some awesome actors in it. Um, the performance is good. Um, I not entirely sure I like it as the format. I don't I don't like the um the kind of two thirds in reveal. Um because as you because as you say, like you I would rather I would rather a little a little bit more kind of like tension. I think it's it it, it seems a little bit slapdash. I love the music. I love the music. I love. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I had a little bit of a burp there. I was trying to uh, trying to hide it. It probably would have been better if you hadn't mentioned. But um, right. <laughs> um, I I really enjoyed it. I, I the hunter character is a bit kind of 
dare I say one dimensional I'm not sure like he he doesn't really have a lot going on like um, it, it, he his character is very much sort of um, the one bit of like backstory you do glean is that sort of like the rest of the police don't like him because he's sort of um, he's not corrupt which I think is sort of like they they, they kind of like shoehorn that in into into yeah. at least well the two episodes but, of this I've seen but I but I quite like I quite like it because there isn't some because with a lot of these things there's some ridiculous character trait or some some thing which marks them out from everyone else. He's just him and Dee Dee McCall are just two good cops. They sometimes like I think they sometimes are supposed to be breaking the rules a little bit. They're a little. So I think they've got an element of maverick, uh, yeah, like um, in there, but not, but not overly so. And I just think it's actually quite nice because it lets the plot, like, it lets the story just do its thing without having like some big character thing that we've got to worry about with the main people. They're just doing their job. Well, no, I mean there there is that kind of like um, like proto kind of like Mulder and Scully kind of like will they won't they kind of thing where where you're sort of like um, that's uh, definitely uh, in there. Yeah, I mean they they basically want to have. Seventy percent sort of like loving, thirty percent angry sex with each other. It's it's. <laughs> um, it's the best type. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 all right. I mean, I'd I'd, I'd probably rather like hundred percent loving, but uh, that's that's just me. Um, <laughs> so I think I think my 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 last thing is what number one. I I would definitely recommend. That people look <laughs> sorry. Up episodes of Hunter. Sorry, sorry, you can't say your last thing and then say number one. <laughs> like that's that, that implies that things. that implies more things. My last things are number one. I definitely recommend that people watch Hunter. Like all these, all this first series, I think is available on YouTube, and the quality is pretty decent. That's where we watched it. Yep, yeah, um, and it's it's good. It's well worth your time, and I think. I don't really have a problem with the format because I think it works as like because it, it's a forty-five minute thing. You know, you don't need a big climax in a forty-five minute television program. Do you know what I mean? You, it's quite, it's okay to find out who uh, uh, I think, did it after uh, half an hour. It it works. It, it works within the context of the program, and, and I mean, I think kind of like I'm I'm judging it because. Just by the nature of what we're doing, I'm I'm judging it sort of like on other uh, programs and sort of like the, the way that these things do it like as a, as a standalone sort of like not put against any other sort of like programs stuff. It like it's fucking entertaining. It's a it's a brilliant like time capsule of exactly uh, of exactly. the eighties. I mean, what, you, I mean, what would you rather watch, this or Heart to Heart? Oh fuck this over uh, like. Uh, over and over again. Um, yeah, this is great. Uh, this was this was a really good, short forty five minutes. No fucking around. No filler. You're just there. And yeah, and yeah. There's a, a ten minutes. At, there's fifteen minutes after you find out who did the murder, where you're catching them. But five minutes of that is a U two uh, a U two song, and a montage. And then like. Uh, Quite an amusing scene at the graveyard, and it, like it all just fits in 
So I'm guessing we need to rate. We'll just rate Hunter. Should we just uh, okay? Because he's because he's. Uh, I mean, as far as the things we've watched, this is right up there with the the favourite things that we've seen. Yeah. But as far as the detective work goes, how are you going to rate? I'll let you go first on the rating. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not. Uh, I'm not entirely sure how much work he did. Um, <clears throat> they make a reference in the program, like because they basically turn up. Um, literally seconds after the crime has happened. Um, so in that sense, it's kind of bad. Like, had he been better, um, there would have been at least two deaths. Um, at least two less deaths. Um, I don't know. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. Like, he can't. he can't be expected to... You can't expect someone to predict where a crime is going to happen. Uh, but he did. He did predict where the crime was going to happen, but turned up, like, seconds too late. Um, he knew where it was going to happen, but just got there too late. Um, I think it's... Yeah, but that... I mean, you get there as quickly as you can. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I think he was, like, losing time kind of trying to work out exactly what terrible shirt was going to clash with his tie. <laughs> um, so... Very good at That is kind of like... The one thing I'm going to take away from Hunter is that, like, there are, there are a lot of shirts that you can't wear with the tie, and he has no clue. Like, absolutely. Yeah, but you have to remember... I mean, you're... The, the thing is, you've got to remember that you're talking about the fucking 1980s, you know what I mean? If you're going to talk about fashion pas in the 1980s a bad shirt with a inappropriate tie is not the least of your worries do you know what I mean that is not the worst thing that happened fashion wise in the 1980s no but you know I I didn't put a bad tie on my um, brown Fisher Price tape recorder so because <laughs> ties tape recorders don't wear ties you idiot my tape recorders do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My, okay, so ratings. Okay. Um, I So purely on the cop um, level, I'm going to give him a six. Um, but program rating, I'm going to give that a seven and a half because I really enjoyed it. Um, it's great fun, and I definitely I recommend watching it because it's it's of its time and it looks great. The music's amazing. Um, the title sequence is amazing, and yeah, I'm not sure why I've never seen this before. No, I'm not sure why I've never seen it before either. It's quite a strange thing. I'm going to go with you. I think uh, I'll go si- I'll go six and a half on the ratings for Hunter okay. himself because I think he does. He does nail this case, and he nails uh, the case in all the other episodes I've watched. Yep, but funny that. I, but it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's almost like, uh, it's, almost like it's written so that yeah, he yeah. definitely <laughs> always gets a bad guy. Um, but I agree with you. This is great. I, I, I don't think this has ever been on in the UK. But I definitely, definitely, definitely watch this. Yeah, yeah. Again, and would recommend it to anyone to check out. No, seek it out. It's it's great, great fun. I I really enjoyed it, and and it's kind of, you know, this is kind of one of the enjoyable things about the um, about doing this is that we kind of get to 
randomly discover um, like things that we would never have actually seen before. And indeed, uh, indeed, know, and this is definitely one of them. This is definitely one. Yeah, of them. yeah. Bearing in mind, like I think, kind of like the the genesis of this. Uh, project podcast um was kind of like born out of us and like hate of of and uh, hate and mediocrity of a lot of the things that we've kind of watched um i think it's it's actually really nice and actually kind of like affirming to um to to stumble across like weird random things that Actually, yeah, no, it's it's enjoyable enough for you to go home and watch several episodes of. Um, exactly, Hunter. <laughs> Hunter is a real gem. A real gem. Yeah, Hunter is a killer. It's fucking great. Um, <laughs> yeah. So next uh, next time we meet, I'm not sure quite what we're going to be watching, but I think it will be. Something from the UK. I think. We're, I, uh, I think. Uh, I think uh, yeah, yeah. We need to. Um, we need to get back. Uh, get back to uh, the good old uh, UK of K. <laughs> the UK of K. I was really struggling there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the UK of K. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was like uh, the good old day. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. The UK of. GB and yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be on. We'll be on to something. We'll have something fun. We'll have something fun. It'll be good. I think this is. I think stuff like this, stuff like Hunter, is. Uh, you know, it's good. It's good. It, that, that that was a good time. Uh, I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. And I've got it with me now forever, and I can watch it whenever I want on YouTube. Brilliant. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All that remains to say is that if you want to contact us. You can do on Twitter at detect underscore inspect and on Gmail at uh, the detective ins- oh, detective inspectors at gmail.com. Indeed. Yes. Indeed. There we go. Um, have nice. we have we had an email yet? We have had an email actually. Uh, <laughs> Funny is you it, should say that. Is it a, is it a nice email? Or is it just like, welcome to it, Google? It, it's a strange email from someone who calls himself Neil. Mm. Uh, and this is definitely not someone that I know personally. Okay. It's, but, I'll re- but, but I'll read out his email. All right. It's uh, ahoy, ahoy, hoy. When I've not been busy trying to make St. Swithin's Day last until the harvest moon, I've been happily filling my ears with all your shouty nonsense. <laughs> I'm a big fan of detective shows, especially Columbo, and especially the one where he attempts to frame a beach towel whilst having to fit a pounder with a dimmer switch. (laughs) Anywho, I'll be in France when the next episode comes out. Last time I was there, I was persuaded to buy 100 kilograms of potatoes by a passing gypsy, so Lord knows what hijinks and pratfalls I have to tell you about in my next communique. Anyway, best shoot off as the dog's nearly done. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't need to tell you what a mess that can make. (laughs) Keep up the good work in solving all them their murders. Well, that's uh, that's that's beautiful. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and he finishes off with a PS. And remember, 
now is the best time to plant your parsley. But <laughs> I should say that this email was sent on November the 6th and this episode won't come out for a good couple of weeks after. So you may have missed... You may have missed the best time to plant your parsley. <laughs> okay, well... Um, well, that's a start. That's all right. It's a start. But what I would say, I'd like to say at this point, that if you are... What I want to say is that if you are listening to this and you are not a close personal friend or relation of either Tabby or myself, then uh, then do get in touch and let us know why. Cool. I have maybe possibly been Marcus Bayburn. I've, I've been Tabby and I'm delighted to be here. <laughs> and we have been together. The... Detective, Detective Inspectors. Inspectors.